Dozens of untold dawn raid stories are being shared across New Zealand. The Ministry for Pacific Peoples has spent the past two months in Auckland, Waikato, Wellington and Christchurch encouraging Pacific families to come forward and share the experiences, many for the first time. Now the community in Dunedin have the opportunity to do the same this Saturday at Pacific Trust Otago. The raids were enforced in 1973 by Prime Minister Norman Kirk's Labour government and an official dawn raids apology was delivered in 2021 under Jacinda Ardern. Alicia Foon spoke with Secretary for the Ministry for Pacific Peoples, Geraldine Clifford Lidston, who says it's about documenting history and providing a safe environment for generational healing. Well, I think, look, it's been five decades since the dawn raid policies in the 1970s, and Pacific and Māori continue to grapple with the trauma, pain and hurt that was inflicted during that period. Um, it's still a d- deeply traumatic memory for a lot of our Aina and families. And often, um, you know, what we know about trauma is that um, it can mask itself through learned beliefs, behaviours, patterns, which can become really ingrained in families. So um, this is really important for the healing process for our communities and for those st- stories to be shared. I went along on the weekend to the Christchurch storytelling event and it was um, really heartening to see and hear about the support, like researchers and clinicians working to create a safe place and environment for people to tell their stories and some warm food as well at the end of the process. Mm. So what has the reception been like? Tell me about how many people have come through to share their stories. Well, you know, um, we've had uh, about... 90 visitors, just under 90 visitors, and so far we've collected about 26 uh, stories. I guess um, with things like trauma um, and and the sharing of stories, often for Pacific, this is a very sacred um, space because traditionally, you know, we tend to um, keep that as oral tradition. but what we know is that, you know, I guess it's that age-old adage of history is written by victors. And if we don't record our stories, then the journey of success can't accurately be captured. And we've had many people come through who um, have told these stories, but we've also had others that have come and then thought, oh, I might need a bit more space and want to do this. Um, in a different environment. So um, working through that with communities is also part of this journey. Many communities are calling for an amnesty. still hasn't happened yet. Yes, well, um, I raise um, many, many good points there. If I just go back to, um, if we look at like the Polynesian Panthers who were really active, um, activists during the time of the dawn raids, Um, those very important people in our history are now in their 60s and 70s. Um, My mother, who was also um, living in New Zealand at that time, she's now in her 80s. Um, So capturing those stories are really, really important for our future generations. And I read somewhere that um, history waits quietly for someone to discover it. And I think this is a really important thing, that if we don't collect it, 
then it won't be there for those future generations. In relation to the amnesty, well, we're in a very dynamic political environment at the moment, so I can't really comment on where that might land, but um, suffice to say that I know that there is a large part of our community that are waiting to hear about what um, decisions might be made, if any. So I understand that you're working with the Ministry of Culture and Heritage. Uh, what will come from this? What do you hope to do with these collection of 26 stories and, and more? When the um, Dawn Raid's announcement of the formal apology was made, there were basically four key initiatives that were announced as part of that um, apology. The first was uh, a community fund to enable um, individuals and community groups to tell these stories through the Dawn Raids, and that's part of what we're doing here. And then there was the, also the Dawn Raids historical account. Those two parts sit with the ministry, and we're organising that. The other two components was a contestable fund for Pacific artists and historians, and that sits with the Ministry for Culture and Heritage. And the other is a Dawn Raids online platform. And this is a public platform and online repository where um, important histories and information critical for cultural identity will be placed. And again, as I mentioned, that sits with the Ministry of Culture and Heritage. And we will work closely with them to make sure that those um, things are undertaken. And naturally, I, I have to ask, since communities, uh, they're asking me about what the future looks like, uh, especially seeing the rhetoric around ACT wanting to abolish the Ministry of Pacific Peoples due to excessive spending. Oh, look, um, I think increasingly we are moving to an evidence-based and data-based um, decision-making models and um, um, while we've had many, many successes uh, for our Pacific community in terms of leadership across a really broad range of sectors now, you know, we're coming to the foreign health um, in terms of our health workforce, um, you know, where you're seeing Pacific people represented um, uh, in such a broad range of workplaces. So, so these are wonderful successes for our for our country. But unfortunately, we still feature really highly in places that um, we need to make improvements. Um, and so, I think, given that we have increasingly more data and evidence based society, um, there is still need there for our communities to um, get support. And I would hope that this is still seen as important. What would you have to say in response to the excessive spending? Oh, look, um, I will respond at some point, but I don't think that this is the time and place um, to do that. When would MPP be in a position to respond to comments from ACT and National? I think if you just keep in contact with my team, I will um, make a decision in, some, in the future. Is there a reason why you haven't addressed it? Uh, no, I don't think that there's anything, you know, too much to address. I think um, focusing on um, making sure that we do the work right and um, continue to serve our communities. But you backed the spending and it was justified? I'm not prepared to comment on that.